and welcome to today's podcast for the Women Thrive Summit. I am so excited to have you all here. My name is Raymond Zajan and I am the founder of the Women in Business community. And I am excited to welcome our incredible guest today, Manya Horner. Hello, Manya. How are you today? Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be part of this summit. I'm so honored because as we've been seeing from the women in the showcase lineup, these women are inspiring. They're incredible. And I'm so honored to be amongst the group. So thanks for having me on this podcast episode. Thank you. And Women Thrive podcast is really about highlighting the stories in the various fields in business, entrepreneurship, women who have achieved success and have been through different journeys in their lives. This podcast is about inspiring you, the listener, to rise and thrive in business and life. So today I'm excited to be talking a little bit more about building passive income and how to create online courses and programs for your business so you can reach a wider audience with your mm-hmm. expertise and knowledge. So just a little bit more about our guest. So Manya Horner is the founder of Boost Learning Design. She's an ex-corporate learning experience designer. She's fun, direct, and friendly trusted advisor to entrepreneurs who are in growth mode with their offers. Manya gets her clients to think differently about their customer experience, by teaching entrepreneurs to think like learning designers and by emphasizing learners' needs. Innately curious, Manny absorbs information at an alarming rate and has an uncanny ability to make information accessible for entrepreneurs and their clients. She thrives on the stage as a violinist. <laughs> I'm still trying to pronounce that word. Podcast host, facilitator, and presenter. And of course, Manny has been so amazing at facilitating our last Women Thrive uh, Summit Speaker Showcase. And she is also a speaker at the upcoming Women Thrive Summit in March 2022. So Manya, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much again. And yeah, that is a big word, violinist. It feels like a former lifetime, but that's actually how I got started in this entire profession. I started my career as a violin teacher. I was just a teenager and I loved having my students. I had about 40 students a week in my first studio, and it actually prompted me to get an education degree. So I have a business degree, an education degree, and I thought I'm going to be teaching people music for the rest of my life. Well, very quickly, I felt the pull of business world and corporate training. And actually, I met my very first job contact at an orchestra gig. I was chatting during the refreshment period in between shows with one of the flute players. And she told me all about this incredible opportunity at a bank she worked at, one of Canada's biggest banks. Within a month, I had a job there and I was working in instructional design. So this corporate background gave me such an incredible sense of what is totally top-notch in the industry. These are award-winning companies that create um, learning with big, big budgets. So I had a really cool opportunity to see absolutely what's possible within corporate learning and development. Unfortunately, I didn't stay there too long. I had a, a couple of kids, a big commute, and just the stress of corporate life and trying to be a mom in that balance felt really hard. So 
I left the corporate world, but I started freelancing pretty soon after and worked in a ton of different industries, helping other companies create employee training that was really engaging. But I found a niche that felt interesting. And this is this is companies who create learning as a product that they sell. So we see this pretty commonly in industries like safety training, sales training, um, insurance training, leadership, coaching. These are kind of big corporate areas um, where we typically see companies selling their learning products. But just before the pandemic hit, I was traveling with my my newest child. I have three kids now under the age of 10. And we were traveling as a family. We did a road trip through the US. It was so much fun and awesome. And I thought, I need to be working for myself and directing my life on my own terms. I need to be able to drop my kids off at school, pick them up and be there for them. And I feel like a lot of our mother listeners or parent listeners can relate to this feeling of wanting to be there for your kids. And yet I still have this ambition and drive. And so I switched into supporting entrepreneurs. And two years later, here we are. I've been podcasting and speaking and helping entrepreneurs globally with creating passive income that's full of integrity. Because I'll let you in, in, in on a secret. I entered this entrepreneur space and started looking at the online businesses and the coaching gurus and all of this. And I thought, there's a lack of integrity here. I was buying courses that cost me three, four, five, six thousand $6,000 and they weren't that great. Mm. And I thought, no, no, this is a problem. How can I as a consumer buy these courses from these proclaimed gurus with this splashy marketing that promises me the world? And then I get two modules in and I feel like it's not doing anything for me or there's no accountability built in. It's overwhelming. They're trying to like, poured tons and tons of content. And I knew that I had a solution to fix this because of my background, because I come from corporate training. I come from adult learning. I come from coaching with the music side. And I thought I can do a lot to help these people who are creating these programs come into the market with integrity and create something that actually transforms people and actually gets results for their students. This is very important to me and it's why I'm here today. Wow, I love that. The word integrity. And, you know, we we run our businesses with intention to make an impact, with intention to communicate, you know, our skills, our knowledge, our expertise, and with intention that this knowledge and expertise will make an impact. But I guess sometimes it isn't necessarily just integrity, but also the know-how, yes. the understanding of how to structure these courses and programs. What has helped you really figure out the way to do it, the right way of structuring these courses uh, and programs that achieves the best outcome for the customer? That's a great question. And a lot of it does come down to know-how and training myself. So because I have degrees in in education, in adult learning, and I have been studying how to be an instructional designer and how to be a learning experience designer. And because I have a lot of experience creating tons of courses and programs and conferences systematically, I've been able to 
analyze and evaluate what's working well and what's not. I come across all of my learning development with a very analytical approach. I have built-in mechanisms for collecting feedback, not just like, yay, thumbs up, way to go feedback, but in like detailed feedback about the experience, about whether people have learned something, whether their behaviors changed after, whether their mindset's different, whether their confidence is different. So I embed initial assessments of people and then I collect data at the end of the courses and I look at the transformation. So if something's not happening or the transformation's not there, I know there's something wrong and we have to look at what needs to be fixed. I'm going to get a lot more into the how at the summit because I want to use that session as a way to teach people about how to build more structure into your courses. But the other thing that I have realized and that I think everyone here should realize is you are a subject matter expert first and foremost in your business. You know your topic deeply. You are an authority in terms of the thought leadership that you bring. You might be published. You might be researched. You know, you have all of this background knowledge and experience. Plus, likely you've gotten results for your own clients. So you have a lot of that results-driven experience that you're bringing to the table. And you yourself might have, you know, gotten a lot of results in your business or in your area of expertise. So you're coming to this with, three areas of expertise, your own knowledge and research, your own experience of getting results and the results you've gotten for your own students. So that doesn't mean though, that you're an expert in how to design learning. And that's okay. I want people to stop being offended by their own inability to do this. It's okay. We would probably not say for maybe a few listeners chop down our own massive tree in our yard. We'd probably hire an arborist to cut that thing down. So we didn't knock over, you know, all of the neighbor's property and and garages. We wouldn't extract our own tooth. You know, we wouldn't plumb our own toilet. Like these are just things we wouldn't likely do unless we have specialized skill set or training in those particular things. So why do we feel like we have to create the course ourself? Why wouldn't we consider working alongside somebody who is an adult learning expert and can help you guide the learning process so that it actually gets awesome results and it blows people away? We're in a time and an age where people's expectations are so high when they consume content. Their expectations are of excellent production, really good facilitation, a very user-friendly experience. People's expectations are high. So it's it's kind of our job if we want to have that integrity and we want to put out that reputation of being an expert or being, you know, a, a great course or program provider that it has a that level of professionalism. Yeah. And I see a big drop-off in consuming courses or completing the courses. And I think mm-hmm. Building that into your program, into your course, will enable the person to complete the course and actually achieve the results and in turn provide you with wonderful testimonial and recommendations thereafter. That means your business continues to grow. That's right. 
Absolutely. Um, and just to add in one more little bit here, we hear from the industry and in our online feed, our Instagram feed, that digital courses are the way, you know, group programs are the way, but there's a lot of ways to teach people something or to hold them accountable or to drive action or to create an experience that gets people really motivated and and moving forward in their life or whatever the topic is. And it doesn't have to be in this one size fits all format. When I work with people, I don't tell them that you have to make a digital course. No, in fact, the sky's the limit for what the solution is. And I think that's what's exciting because as we go into 2022, people are, because of various reasons, becoming a little bit less hesitant to sign up for courses or they've been burned a few times and they're they're checking things out a lot more carefully. So we can come up with solutions and deliver training and learning in ways that are really out of the box. And that's exciting because we have to get creative as we move forward. Absolutely. And I want to kind of ask you, what has made you want to switch from corporate learning to actually entrepreneurial learning? Uh, Another great question. I think, you know, probably my bank account would love if I stuck with the corporate learning, you know, because they have huge budgets in corporate learning and all of my contacts were there. You know, when I started this business, January, 2020, I did not have a single entrepreneur connection on my LinkedIn. They were all corporate learning development. So it would have been way easier for me to just stick with that area. But I come from an entrepreneurship family and I always wanted to run my own business. And I just see the challenges that entrepreneurs face and the opportunities that we have, especially as women to really impact the lives of our families. And I'm a lifetime volunteer. <laughs> it's I, I volunteer all the time. And if it feels like it's my passion, I'm just happy to do it. And I'm happy to be there and show up and help people. And this was just an area that I really had a heart for, I guess. And I see that there's so many people contributing to this online course community, really. And I wanted to be able to be there and help bridge some of the gaps and facilitate that community and provide training and provide, you know, learning opportunities to learn from each other and to creatively brainstorm and mastermind. So this is why I focused on entrepreneurs because I think we have the biggest heart. We work so hard and our businesses have massive impact on our families and on our communities. Plus like one of my dreams was to be able to employ other women. And I'm so excited that going into 2022, I've built a team of local women and people from around the world working virtually. And that was always something I really cared about was hiring women and, and bringing, bringing entrepreneurs together. So it mattered more to me than working for big corporate. Wow. I love that. And I'm the same. I'm a truly believer of entrepreneurship, of making an impact. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's so much more rewarding working with small business owners and seeing the transformation that it can have. So we know that the learning industry and coaching industry has really exploded over the last few years. However, as you have mentioned earlier in this podcast, integrity isn't always there. And this is one of your taglines and one of your key values in helping people build 
passive income with integrity. Tell me a little bit more about that. Integrity is one of my key values and it's the thing that drives everything I do and always has been. So for me, what I saw in the industry, no offense, but everybody is a coach overnight. And that can be a little bit tricky or dangerous if you don't really have true coaching skills or credentials or um, the capabilities to do what a coach needs to do. And I have been creating coaching programs that are accredited for years. That was a huge part of my early career was creating coaching programs from some of the big coaching institutions. And yes, you know, none of them are perfect, but it does give you a structure for how coaching should be. So that was an area that I really noticed. And I want to be able to support coaches with great intentions so that they can create programs that are transformative. And that at the end of this program, people can go back and say, wow, I've come a long way. So there's a few ways that we can do that. One of the ways is with more precise and detailed needs analysis up front. So you know how we all do market research and we ask people like, what are you looking for? And what are your this and what are your that? And we do that initial market research to inform our marketing efforts. There's another kind of added layer of questions that can be done to understand people's knowledge, their mindset, their confidence, and their skill set. So these are four areas of additional research that I teach as the very start of my method of learning design. And this gives us the information that we need to make sure that we are starting our teaching where people are at, and we are bringing them on a transformation that actually is something they need or that they want. So it's really important to know the A of their journey and the B of their journey and figure out how we can bridge that gap. If we can do that, we'll create a learning experience that does have integrity because it gives people a transformation. The second foundation, I'll say, of the boost method of learning design is that we assess people, take a measure of where they are when they first start with us, and then track where they are towards the end. And it's in these four key areas, knowledge, skill, confidence, and mindset. And if we can do that well, we show people either quantitatively or qualitatively, we can say, here's where you started and here's where you are now. And they can actually see a really beautiful change and it's documented. So even just incorporating these two things can make sure that you are creating an experience that matches the one you're promising in your marketing. And that's where integrity comes in. It's with the alignment of your marketing communication and the results that you're actually providing in your program. Then your testimonials can be trustworthy. And I'm just hoping we haven't gone so far in the industry as a whole that people feel super cautious or too cautious about buying programs and trusting those testimonials on those sales pages. I hope we haven't gone too far. <laughs> yeah, but it's always an opportunity to make a turn. And as you say, yes. people, people with the best intentions is the intention of yours that really counts. If you want to create something with integrity and the right intention, it is never too late to seek for help. It is never yes. too late to learn how to do it better. And that is continuous improvement in business and entrepreneurship that I see as we develop as individuals, as business owners and entrepreneurs. Naturally, as we learn more, we're able to do it 
our businesses better, execute Do better, better yeah. and create better solutions for our clients and customers. So I think, right. and I, I think too, if we can really start to capture great reviews and testimonials and, and drive that referral, that's a really awesome way to start generating income and, and driving people into your courses more passively. So the better of the, the better transformation you can get for your students, the more naturally those referrals are going to come, the more naturally that word of mouth marketing is going to start rolling. There's, there's another interesting way. And I'll, I talk about this a lot on my podcast and in the articles I write, because licensing content is something that I love. It's a totally different business model and I won't get into too much detail, but this is where passive income can truly exist. And you know how sometimes people have a course or a topic and it doesn't really stand alone by itself. Like it has a lot of, it leaves a lot of questions in the front end and it, and it leaves a lot for wanting on the back end. So I'll, I'll give an example. I'll, I'll use my course as actually as an example. I have a course that I license and it is, it doesn't work all by itself. It, it's missing a whole sales component. And I know that, but I'm not a sales expert. I've created my course on how to create your offer, how to work through a system of creating a course or a, or a workshop or an event, that sort of a thing. And I know it doesn't stand alone. So I don't even sell it online. It's only available embedded in other business coaches or other sales coaches programs because I know that the student needs that upfront support with target market identification and sales and marketing. They need that, but they also need the in-depth detail and structure of how to create your offer. So that's a great way to create for me to create passive income with integrity. I know I'm not selling something that my students won't be successful with. I'm selling something in the right place so that the students are set up for success and they can take my course and be super successful as part of a, a coaching program. And it's passive income for me. So there are other ways that you can get your expertise out there without having to slap up a sales page and start driving traffic to it. Wow. More on that later. I love this topic. <laughs> so what are we going to be covering in the Women Thrive Summit March 2022? Well, the Women Thrive Summit, I want people to be able to take action right away. If we teach something and people don't get to apply it immediately, you forget it. There's a, there's this forgetting curve that's quite common in the in the learning space. We forget 60% of what we don't learn or don't apply right away. So throughout my session, you can expect it to feel a bit like a workshop. We're going to be applying and thinking and reflecting right in that session. So it's not just going to be me talking at you. I'm going to guide you through an experience that gets you to think more about creating a learning experience that drives engagement, that helps you in your business generate more passive income. And there's going to be a highlight on integrity in that session. So I'm excited about it. And I can't wait to talk more about this with the audience because I think it's really, truly needed in our industry. I truly believe so as well. And I'm really, really grateful for your voice, for your expertise and all your contribution towards the Women Drive Summit, but also towards this industry, because I believe what you have to offer in terms of your skills and knowledge and expertise is really needed and crucial mm -hmm. right now in the industry. So 
I appreciate you. Thank you so much for contributing your voice and your message to our platform, to our podcast today, and hopefully inspiring our audience today to work for a place of more integrity and designing their course with more intention. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me and for giving me this platform to speak. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for all of you who are listening to today's podcast episode. If you feel inspired, please do subscribe, share this episode with somebody else. We truly appreciate every single one of you who've taken the time to listen, to tune in to our sessions. Also, what I would love for you to do is go over to womenthrivesummit.com and save your spot for the upcoming Women Thrive Summit, March 2022. We host yearly annual events for women, empowering women to rise and thrive in business and personal lives. Through the power of community collaboration, women coming together to share their voices, to share their expertise, we're able to make much bigger global impact. And without you, we couldn't do this on our own. So I'm grateful to all of our speakers, to our sponsors, and you, the listeners and attendees of our events and our community. I appreciate you all and thank you all so much for being here today. We we'll look forward to seeing you then. Take care for now.